This time on Kawhi Fi Radio, we realise the future is now. Sword Art Online, it's in the past for me. Or is it in the future? Yes, because you mentioned Ooh. it technically starts next year, the storyline. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it's all set yeah. in 2020. <laughs> yeah, full dive time. The Muppets take on a dark turn. I looked like a frog, I sounded like a frog. I was, for all stakes and purposes, a frog. Kermit? I will find you, and I will kill you. <laughs> no. And Chaos Anime is in the spotlight. I was going to cosplay the bear, and then my partner was going to be the guy with the goggles. <laughs> like, carry on a pen being like, meh. Avalanche! Kanida! Onita! It's over 9,000! Nani? Configure the language logic interface for Japanese. Kawaii-fi. 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 And welcome, you're tuned into Kawaii-Fi Radio, the podcast we dive in the world of anime and manga every fortnight, except for the past two fortnights. Yeah, because, kind of been a while, Yeah, hasn't it's it? been a while. I'm Kyle, joining me are my co-hosts, Aaron, Kira Lee and Kenny. Hello. It's Hi. been a while. <laughs> Just yeah. a wee bit. Yeah, Just a wee uh, bit. we got sick and then someone else got sick and then I think... Fafa turned into a zombie. I started yeah, working well, for the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of close. things happened. <laughs> um, I just got back from Tachanka. Yeah, <laughs> how was that? Like, uh, very dry and arid. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Yes. And then, of course, currently you had to, you know, deal with like a, a zombie baby. So, like, you know, exactly. You know, yeah. th- things like yeah. that happened. Yeah. Um, but in all seriousness, we uh, you are you have to join our Patreon to find out the full details of these stories. No, not really. Um, not really. Uh, we we had our scheduled break, which if you listen to the mini Qui-Fi Extra that came out a couple of weeks ago, um, you would have uh, heard that we, you know, we were taking a break to plan the rest of the air shows and obviously so that we actually have some downtime because we've been going non-stop. Um, we actually plan things. I know, that's weird. I know. And then Wait, I what? got sick. <laughs> okay, oh. you don't have to plan things out. I know, right? I'm pretty enough to get away with exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> mm, beautiful. Um, but I got sick. I got tonsillitis. Um which, considering I literally use my voice to make a living, is not good. Um, and, uh, yeah, I couldn't even... I looked like a frog, I sounded like a frog. I was, for all stakes and purposes, a frog. Kermit? So, no. <laughs> no. No. I, I will find you, and I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but I'm all better now, thanks to a uh, rather long... Uh, run of antibiotics um so if i finally can talk like a normal human being again hooray um but yes so we're back and uh that means that we actually get to talk about stuff that we've been planning to talk about for weeks um (laughs) and this one in particular we've been talking about doing for i think three months yeah it's been a while in the making so we're talking about those series that make you ask what it's it's chaos anime not even make you ask what just at the end of the episode you're sitting there with a headache going what did i just watch yeah (laughs) or or you're just just gobsmacked and go i didn't understand and that's like not oh evangelion (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) and it's not for like overload of information or like uh you know oh this was high concept this is just this is anime that was produced by people who just wanted to melt a brain or two just to mess with you just to mess with us animated adhd if you, yeah. Yeah. Look, this sort of looks like inside of my brain. Yeah. These shows. Just a bit exactly of a trip. What it looks like. I mean, it doesn't look like that much. Like Aaron mine, sees but... us all as anime people. Wait, you guys aren't anime? <laughs> <laughs> but this is an anime podcast. 
podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but only the microphones are animated. <laughs> no, no, no. Only everything other than the people are animated. We're all sitting at a desk in an animated room as real people green screened in. Oh, Space uh, Jam. Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so we're talking about the insane, the foolish, the mind-bending. There are some animes that leave us just lost for words and f- with how flat-out bonkers they are. And that's what we're diving into this episode. Now, if you are enjoying what you've heard so far, that's quite early. Um, good for you. Um, stay around. Like, we like you. Yes. Um, <laughs> but Don't it- forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Enjoying the Kawaii Fire community. You know, we're yes. like those YouTubers who ask for all that kind of stuff like right at the start of the video. Yes, because we do we have are- a YouTube version of this uh, podcast which goes out each week. And uh, on that note, if you aren't aware, we do have a YouTube channel. And uh, we went and had a chat with the voice of Oscar from Neon Genesis quite recently, Tiffany Grant, on the YouTube channel. So if you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's we talked a- to celebrities. It is amazing. Mm-hmm. It was, and she's she's fantastic. And there's more of that coming because we've got Alison Keith Ship at the beginning of next month. That is the voice of Misato, Whoa. and Ooh. we are currently lining up a time with Spike Spencer as well, the voice oh, of nice. Shinji. How do so, you keep getting these in contact with these celebrities? Are you holding people hostage again? I ask them. Oh. I'm not even kidding. I just pester them until they say yes. Um, wow. Yep. It, I mean, if it works. Yeah. Well, I mean, being in the media helps. (laughs) Wi-Fi Studios does not condone this sort of behavior. We are professionals. We are. Professionals. When I say say pester, I mean, like, you know, I I look at every single possible avenue to contact. Politely pester. Polite pester. And, you know, know, you're stalking every single angle you could talk them to. Yeah. Polite stalking. Polite stalking. It's it's called paparazzi. <laughs> I hope they're not listening to this to check us out before they no. jump on the show. Or like Tiffany no. Grant's like, oh, hey, look, they created another episode. Maybe I'll check them out and listen to it. And then Tiffany, she hears you this. were wonderful and you know how wonderful it was chatting with you. You know, I'm just <laughs> taking the mickey. Um, now... Because of that, we also do have another video in between, which will be coming out, which will be explaining the characters in Komi-san Can't Communicate, um, because Viz Media kind of mucked up their translation. We'll get into that in that video, Aww. but those are coming up. It's not bad, but you kind of miss some of the the fun that's in the background because of it. Um, now, if you do want to support the channel, we do also have a Patreon with additional content you might want to check out, but we'll get more on that later. Um, we've got plenty more to talk about, so first, let's talk about what we've been watching. I have no idea how old I am or where I came from. Daddy! Hi up! Heck time! I gotta go! I just... I have to know! What we're watching. Now, on the note of uh, chaos, <laughs> that I realise how chaotic our, uh, our sting there is now. All of our stings are... All of are, our stings are chaotic. They're just... They? It's very, very us. Yeah. <laughs> like the only one that's just true to form is the one that talks about how there's 20 minutes of ads before any movie. I mean, that's it's true, though. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's true. Um, okay, so we have had plenty of time to watch stuff due to the break. So, Kira Lee, what have you been watching? Um, so, I've been watching My Life as a Villainess, the mm. second season, um, which is just finished. Mm. Um, and I've sort of up and down with this second season, mm. I, I don't really know how to feel about it just because I didn't know where they were going to go not with as, it. Not as good as the first one? Absolutely not. Oh. No. Oh, no. That's, that's a, a damn shame. It's sort of all the guys are coming to terms with that they're not going to be 
um, with Katerina. Yeah. Um, and then, I don't know whether to go, probably not go into spoilers, mm. but some incidents happen and it's kind of like a throwaway instance, I suppose. Oh, it just feels like they don't actually have any value or weight. Yeah, yeah. It oh. doesn't add to the story or anything like that. Uh. And then right at the very end, like the last episode, um, they introduce two new characters and a plot twist, but then it also makes sense because they've announced the movie, so mm. that's what I would assume so is going to be the movie. the last episode is just kind of like a big commercial for the movie? Um, Not even like all of the last episode. It's like the very end of the episode. So They're like kind a of post-credit scene style. Sort of yeah, yeah, Hanger yeah. Or? Yeah, because like mm. the last episode... Uh, Katerina um, graduates and all of that. Oh, and careful then... spoilers. Oh, no, no, she's avoiding oh, yeah, yeah. That's, not... yeah, that, yeah. that's kind of hinted in the trailer, actually. Okay, yeah. 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 yeah, she graduates and then the two new characters are introduced right at the end. And it's mm. like, my goodness, mm. why? Isn't why did you bother doing this now? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, I think it would have been, well, I mean, it would have been better if they'd just done the graduation. This, well, yeah, and just done the whole second season with these two new characters and the plot twist. Because, yeah, because it sounds like nothing that's happened has been really incredibly important no, to developing not the at characters all. or the plots. No. Hmm. It would have really... I mean, like, I understand like avoiding doing a time jump, but if there's nothing of note to put in there... Well, a time jump happens in the first season anyway, mm-hmm. where she goes from a child to being an adult. Yeah, true, true. Mm. Oh, that's... that's that's hard. Yeah. To, to start. That's but I am excited for the movie, though, because I think mm. that they're, they should be quite interesting. Oh, fantastic. All right. Well, we will uh, see how that pans out and more on the movie shortly as well. Now, Aaron. Yes. What on earth is fairy, Ranmaru? What? Okay. So, fairy kingdoms in sh- shambles. Always, yes. The fairy kingdoms related to the earth kingdom, so they have uh-huh. to travel between the worlds, and it's this team of five very pretty boys who have to go and collect affection for the queen. And the way they do this is by helping troubled girls defeat their inner demons and, like, people who are bothering them. It's very Persona 5 in that kind of way, where, like, Uh um, a person's having troubles, so the boy kisses the girl, has a very interesting transformation scene. (laughs) Amazing. I, I sent it to oh, all of you. Oh, is that what it, you yep, said? Yeah, Now I understand. This is like <laughs> Sailor Moon transformation on steroids. Yes, and it's all boys and they're very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they go into this alternate dimension and basically on either side is the person who's being troubled and the person who's causing the trouble. Huh. And so the fairy goes in and has to defeat the causes of these troubles and there's always a twist in the battle and like something happens. <laughs> and it's very interesting, but the first... 10 episodes, it's a 12 episode show, are essentially filler of just Monster of the Week. Oh. And I'm sorry, I just. You've got have... 12 episodes and 10 of them are filler. I have yep. the strangest mental image of like these very, very pretty JoJo esque boys coming along. It's like, tell me, younger woman, why are you crying? I'm being bullied by that kid over there. Ah, I see him. Let's kill him. <laughs> I mean, that's basically it in a what lot of episodes. The... <laughs> um, Is this just. Is this just metrosexuals going around killing bad Kissing and killing people, yes. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Why wasn't this show You've seen this as well? Well, no. So so Aaron came and visited me during the week (laughs) and was telling me about this. And I was like, oh my goodness, this Mm. sounds right up my alley. Pretty boys. Mm -hmm." Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so he sent me a link to it and I watched, you know, a little bit of it, you know, trailers and whatnot. And I was like, oh, damn. They are, yeah. Damn. That whip. Ooh. Right? Oh. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, but the last two episodes are just all story. And huh. it's, it's very interesting to see what they've done with the story. Okay. But like... Is it a good story? It, it's it's definitely a romance story. Okay. Um, it's a story. But yeah, it, it's... I enjoyed it. Hmm. I'm not sure if it's for everyone, but I enjoyed it. Well, that's a fair that's a fair call. All right. Well, on the note of not for everyone, Kenny. Right. You're not for everyone. I'm not for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> You're just for us. Um, but let's talk about Dragon May. Yeah, I was uh, thinking of something to sort of like bring in and watch because I've been trying to catch up with everything, mm. including the stuff from last season because there was so bloody much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I was over a mate's place and he's like, have you watched the new series of uh, Dragon Maid? And Dragon Maid is a pretty sort of inconsequential kind of a show. It's funny, it's light, not too much happens. So he shows me one of the latest episodes and I'm just like, who in the hells are all of these new magical things and people? Yes. So I've had to go back and just re-watch from the start of season two and... A lot of stuff happens in this new season. There's, um, there is some extra content and extra like idea of exactly why this dragon has come to Earth to become this random girl's maid. Mm. Like you actually get the backstory for that. Okay. And There's honest- a backstory. Yes, <laughs> it turns out. Well, huh. I mean, because it's not just would've... one dragon. There are many dragons in this series. Yeah, I think there's like ten now. <laughs> So are you telling me the dragons are aliens? Or from magical worlds? Kind of from magical world, yes. Do they have chills? Because they're multiplying. Uh, I would uh, love to see like a dragon isekai series where the dragon is the main character. So sort of like Dragon Goes House Hunting, except he's isekai'd into the modern world. Kind of like, uh, what is it? Um, Girl Can't Be Defeated. Uh, Yeah, Jahi, great Jahi. Jahi can't, Jahi won't be defeated. Which is also funny. Also fantastic, yeah. She meets the magical girl. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And the magical girl gets taken away by the police. (laughs) Because she's a strangely dressed woman breaking into someone's house trying to steal stuff. (laughs) If you got Isekai'd into the modern world, you would not want to be Isekai'd into America. Uh, No. I Especially if you were if a dragon was, or something I like just that. Say, as a magical creature, I can imagine worse places to be. I yeah. think Japan would be the best place to get ma- isekai'd into no. if you were a magical creature. No. No. Because you would fit right in with all the weird crowd in like... No, I think you'd have a better chance fitting in with a weird crowd in the States than you would in Japan. Yeah, you could create a cult in America. In in like no offense to American listeners, like you guys know that having so many people gives you much more diversity of options and so on. But in Japan it's very monoculture. Like seeing a foreigner in Japan is rare. (laughs) I guess. It's an event. You like have a, you go home and you celebrate it. <laughs> but you know, I saw a foreigner today. Goodbye. But you know, it's like if a dragon sort of just appears in the middle of Tokyo, just like, is this like a game announcement? Um, wow. Stuff like that just happens. I mean, you're not wrong in that aspect. AR's getting crazy good. <laughs> wow, this yeah, feels was, like real fire. <laughs> you would get kind of dismissed. Yeah. People would just think, oh, that's a thing that's happening. Yeah. Not, holy oh. hells, dragons are real. I think it would be more of a case that people would, they'd freak out after a few moments when they realise it's not. Yeah, but the, the initial thing would be, oh, it's got to be an event of some form. And then it's like, yeah. wait, no, that's that's not an mm. event. Um, <laughs> and you know, like all of like the otakus would just immediately be like, nope, <laughs> I'm not risking that. Peace out. <laughs> I've read so many mangas where things went wrong like this. <laughs> I mean, it'd be like Gate. 
Oh, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, Gate, Gate did a good example. Uh, Fuster JSDF went there, so we're like a magical gate appears in downtown Tokyo, and then... I think we go do that as an episode, like... We did talk about it. I, briefly? Briefly. Yeah, briefly. Um, I would love to do, like, and we need to do an Isika focus. Right, okay, yes, well off topic. We did fantastic, but uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, well worth the watch? I reckon so, yeah. Yep. It's oh, adorable. It's got, like, big explosive bombastic battles and stuff in there, mm. but... Almost somehow they still feel inconsequential and random. I keep seeing like a fight between two of the dragon maids, which like is oh the next tier. Is it Kenna, the little one? I don't know. I and just then, like it's in the sky and there's explosions and, and they everything. do like kamehameha like things. Yeah, 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 I'm pretty sure that's Kana versus uh, the maid, the main one. Oh, uh, there's mm. there's a few little battles like that. Yeah, but yeah, like everyone on uh, TikTok and Twitter is like, this is what happens when you tell them you don't have a budget. Just go for it. <laughs> when an- like- oh, there's a TikTok series called When Animators Have Time. Yeah, that's why I saw it. <laughs> yeah, and basically, um, it starts off with this guy going oh yeah you know we're doing this fight scene for this but don't rush it you have time and then dude's in the other scene and he replies with did you say i have time (laughs) (laughs) and they just make the most beautiful fight scenes yeah it's uh oh what was it i think it was gigguk or mother's basement who talked about the concept of sakuga it's like basically a point in anime where the budget is just poured into a scene to make something look fluid and beautiful and Mm. vibrant and just you know, like art, movie yeah. art. It's it's like the the standout scene that they would use as the example of how good the show can be. Mm. Mm-hmm. Don't know if it's like an officialized term. I don't know. Well, maybe it's what animators just nicknamed it. Like as we mentioned, like the term Sundere came from fans. fans. Yeah. So from you know, a and message then it, board. Yeah, from message boards. From only fans. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, um, me and Emma went into the back catalogue. Quite deep into the back catalogue. How deep into the back catalogue? Amagi Brilliant Park. Oh, I love oh, that Oh, wow. One. Yeah. Yes. It's Isn't great. that the cute little animal one? No. No. Oh. no. Um, it is a theme park, which is about to ru- uh, go out of business. It was done by Kyoto Animation. Unless they get one more member. No, unless they make half a million visitors before the end of the year. Oh, okay. Dang. So half a million new members. However, yes. This theme park is not just any theme park. This theme park is inhabited by magical creatures. All of the staff are magical creatures from magical maple land. Even the mascots. Even the mascots. They're They're not not mascots. mascots. (laughs) (laughs) And it's really funny because everyone goes, you're a cheap knockoff. And he's like, this is just who I am. (laughs) (laughs) You don't like me. (laughs) But um, they're all, um, they existence is because of people's enjoyment. And because they've had basically five years of really bad business and the agreement that they had for the holding the rights to the land was that they had to hit um, half a million visitors once every five years to stay and open. And so they recruit a person, a uh, popular <laughs> high school guy. Yeah, a, high, a really smart high school guy who used to be a child actor. Oh dear, I thought yeah. you were joking about that. No. Nope. I was like, they hire an idol. <laughs> yeah, they li- um, so you got the main girl, she literally goes, joins the school, and the series opens with him being held at gunpoint by her. Neat. Yeah. yeah it carries not... around a rifle. But <laughs> it's a magical rifle which fires, like, basically rubber bullets which are magically charged. Oh, yeah, where does she keep it? Hammer space. Does... Hammer space. Yeah. Under her skirt, yeah. 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 She just goes... <laughs> You're like, ah. Uh... <laughs> because they're magical. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, um, we might have to do an entire Wi-Fi extra on just how Hammerspace works. We could, we, do whole science ep- it. we could do a whole episode on Hammerspace at Animes. Could we though? I reckon we could. Oh yeah, easily. Oh, yeah, easily. Maybe. Easily, easily. But yeah, look, um, so, because um, we've got it on DVD, and I went and grabbed it out, and I forgot that there was a 14th episode, because I'd never seen it. Um, so the first 12 episodes of the series actually covers off the entire story, and then the episode 13 is actually the aftermath of them, you know, hitting what needs to happen, and then the 14th episode was the DVD-only extra. <gasps> oh! That means I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's oh. it's just the main guy's birthday and everyone's trying to surprise him. Oh. It's really cute. <laughs> it's it's not important to the plot, but it's really cute. Oh, okay. Yeah. And unfortunately, it wasn't adapted from a manga. It was a light novel series and there's no manga adaptation. Or at least the manga adaptation has never been finished. So if you want to find out what happens after the end of the story, you have to read the light novels. And I'm not sure if they continue past the uh, end of the first year. So I have a question as well with mm. this anime, right? So the like the mascot guy and stuff. Mm. I think it's isn't it like um, kind of looks like Full Metal Panic. Yes. Yes. Same. Yeah. Same what's, thing. What's up with that? I have no like, idea. I keep looking like seeing them. It and looks I'm like, like Buntacoon. Yeah. The same? Yeah. Um, is this like it is the a same down to the hat. I don't know. Of like the series or like where is this? Is this in the fantasy world where they actually come from or something? Um, I think Full Metal Panic's um, outfits and all that. And actually, I think Full Metal Panic and this series were both released through the same publishing company. Or right. is it a cinematic universe? Yeah, like are they together? Is I, there I'm magic like... and magical creatures in Full Metal Panic? Yeah. <laughs> I really want to know and I uh, can't figure it I'm, out. I'm writing it now. What is the connection between Amagi Brilliant Park and Full Metal Panic? <laughs> um, hello, Anime Stack. Uh, yep, because as we can see, the characters do look yeah. almost identical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, now, it seems that the author liked Bontekin's design so much, so he refused uh, it. He reused it in the series. So it's the same... Creator. No, he got the creator's approval. Oh, <laughs> From a summary of the Afternoon Light novel, as for the secondary main character, Mofuru, I ended up borrowing Bontekun from Full Metal Panic. I just couldn't separate the two characters in my head, so I had the idea of just using Bontekun directly. I think uh, I thank Shiki Doji for giving his approval. So he basically. So it's the same person. It's the same person. So he was writing the story and decided that character is. Exactly what I want for so this. So he went to the guy who makes Full Metal Pack and say, "Hey, I like your character. Can I use Can it I in this it? entire other anime?" I mean, like, well, sure thing. I mean, Buntakun <laughs> in um, Full Metal Panic is just the main character, Sosuke, in that outfit. But he's taken a step forward and made that personification of the of the mascot character, which he made up. And of yes. course, because of that, throughout the entire series, there is constant jokes at his expense, saying you're a ripoff. <laughs> so yeah, um, which I is see. it's fantastic. But, um, yes, it's it's worth the watch. I'm pretty sure it's still on Funimation as well, if you want to catch it. Um, don't know if they've got the 14th episode on there. Have a it's look. It's very cute. It is. Um, and, you know, it's, it's 12, 13 episodes of goodness you will enjoy. What have you been watching? Let us know over on social media or in the comment section on YouTube. We'd like to know as well. It gives us recommendations and all that. Um, but that means we need to get on to our feature topic for today. Wi-Fi Radio. I think I watched that as a kid. Oh yeah, I remember that. Back catalogue. Well, 
We need to talk about chaos anime. (laughs) Chaos control! No, not that kind. (laughs) Now, um, chaos anime I discovered is not actually an official term. So oh, I don't I mean, know if we've coined it or if if it's like tsundere where it's it's a term everyone uses, but um, yeah, for for us I guess you could say chaos anime is any series that is comedic and equally insane, bonkers, nonsensical. Hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, because I, I I did a little bit of research before coming and I was like, what are some good chaotic animes? Mm-hmm. But when I typed that in, it came up with the chaotic anime. Yeah. I What's... did the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh no. What's the chaotic anime? It's chaotic, the anime. Yeah. What's chaotic? I think it's a card game or something. Yes, it, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It is not what we were after. What's no. it like? Is it chaotic? No. 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 It's so. Uh, I, well, I think probably the nearest category would be absurdist or randomist yeah. comedy animes. Um, because these are shows that disregard laws of physics and nature, and I just think there was there was a lot more of them sense. in the past when the lol so random like humor type was more prevalent. Yeah, like uh, we talked yeah. about uh, my ordinary life earlier on. I'd yeah. say that very much fits in oh, with it. Absolutely, absolutely. I was actually considering doing that and realized then we had already talked about it. So. Yeah, that and Galaxy Angels as well. Yeah. Yes. Oh, like yeah. Your, yeah. your pick was, your first pick for us was a chaos anime. Yeah. We were just yeah. like, we need to do more of this. I reckon this. that was like, that could have been one of the like starting just chaotic animes. Mm. Well, it turns out a lot of chaos animes have their um, heritage and beginning generally in four coma magazines. Because it's the idea of getting a punchline out within four panels, yeah. which is why we see so much comedy, so much randomism, because they have to take what is a four-panel gag and turn it into multiple stories um, throughout the series. And you will find that a lot of things that have been adapted from manga in, that are in this sort of absurdist, chaotic scene are generally from four comas, which I thought was fantastic because... That I love four coma magazines. They're now that you mention it, yeah, I can remember hilarious. a bunch of different animes that were based on four comas and they were just stretched out into all sorts of things. Well, K-On's a prime example. I mean, mm. it's not a chaos anime, but like we've got K-On here and it's all four coma. It's all just four panel stories. See, I would have oh. said Pop Team Epic. Four coma, Is it? chaos. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Mm, there you go. Um, but yeah, like many of these shows embrace that idea of randomism because of that formula. And I think... Like there are shows which are longer form mangas which have taken the same principle and done it into that, um, but some of the ones we're going to talk about that did originate in those mangas did come from those four comas. Um, in fact, one of them comes from a novel series, actually short novel series. Um, but we're going to start <laughs> with the dandiest guy in space. <laughs> Alrighty, so um, space dandy. Do you guys know the name? Happen to know the name? He's uh, like a small time thing. Uh, Shinichiro Watanabe. Creator of mm-hmm. Cowboy Bebop, Carol and Tuesday, various bits of animation here mm. and there. I think he even did one for the recent Star Wars animated thing. Oh, the new Star Wars that's coming out. Visions, yeah. yeah the, oh, the that looks amazing. But I mean, the, you know, his name should be like very quickly associated with Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, yeah. It's um, he's like this very very cool kind of a guy, and at one point the studio just was like. So, uh, you were really successful with making Cowboy Bebop. You just want to make something? Yes. 
but I have a lot of conditions. <laughs> All right, what were these conditions? Uh, hold on, I have the list right here. <laughs> well, while you get that, Space Dandy came out in 2014, animated by Studio Bones, and was 26 episodes spread across two seasons or two cores. Um, original series, as we've mentioned, because and it's not based on anything. Kind of very disconnected in every single case. So, first of all, storyline. Space Dandy is about a dandy guy in space called Space Dandy. But you may call him Space Dandy. He, uh, that's it. That, that's literally the plot. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, goes around the universe. He's hunting for aliens that no one has seen before. He's an alien hunter. That's in the name. And uh, if he can bring in a rare alien that no one has ever seen before, he will get a cash prize from this uh, government organization that catalogs all these aliens. He is amazingly unsuccessful at his job. It's He is dedicatedly focused on chasing chasing booty and getting a good ramen and just he's not very good at his job a not... man after my own heart <laughs> <laughs> you're not very good at your job no he, he's assisted in his constantly failed endeavor by a uh, shut-in um beetlejuicy and cat person named meow i feel so bad for that guy to be honest <laughs> <No>. in this <laughs> um, you don't need to worry about it he dies Constantly, every oh, episode, yeah. like so, in a bunch of episodes, he will, they will all die. So, all right, something to explain going. I don't into think that's Space even Dandy. a spoiler. Space Dandy, in the very first episode, they literally tug on a cosmic string. Everything that happens after that point, every episode and story arc, is a parallel universe. Well, we've argued about this oh. at length. We have, and. It turns out you actually might be right about it. There is... I don't say things without research. There is stuff <laughs> revealed in like the last few episodes to say that everything that happens is sort of interconnected, but not entirely like multi-parallel universes. Though they do explore that in one episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, the start of season two... I can't be the only one, baby. They <laughs> accidentally meet all the other space dandies. Like, all the other teams. Like, everyone has uh, Space Dandy, uh, the Cat Meow, and their robot QT. Except they are all slightly... Different. Off. Yeah. So, I have a bit of a controversial opinion about this. Yeah. So, I uh, I had a voucher, so I managed to buy the DVD. Oh, wow. Um, and I started watching the first couple of episodes. I didn't like it. No. I didn't... Uh, no. Just Does it get better? Or, like, is there it gets a point different. where it's... The, Good. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, this is the thing. It's very... It really embraces the randomist ideal because every episode... Like, they all die in the first episode and then the next episode you continue on as if nothing happened. Mm. In the third episode, uh, in the first half of the episode, they are... They, it is a zombie movie. They are attacked by zombies. They are each bitten by a zombie. Even the robot, QT... Dandy picks him up and uses him to bludgeon zombies out the way. They're just like, oh, I'll get bitten. You're a robot. You can't get turned into a zombie. He gets turned into a zombie. And the second half of the episode is them learning to live as zombies. Right. How best to sort of exist. They have to subsist on a, a diet of um, yogurt rather than raw meat because yogurt will preserve their bodies. <laughs> and eventually the entire universe becomes zombies and become peaceful. Yeah. It's it's right. very and then odd. it forgets that and goes to something completely different. It's uh there was a comment that every single episode of Cowboy Bebop, Watanabe's other like big huge thing, every episode is basically a Tarantino movie. 
Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is sort of a similar thing. Each one of these is just a different sci-fi show. <laughs> I think each one of Space Dandy's episodes is the Thank God You're Here episodes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, you've been brought into a random situation. Improvise for 25 minutes. Ah, so yeah, um, no instrument invented after 1984 was allowed in the show's uh, soundtrack. Everything okay. is just a full jazz orchestra backing everything. Um, every alien in the show, every single one, is conceptualized by a different artist. Huh. That explains the odd art stuff. One of the key writers was chosen specifically because she had never seen Star Wars. Oh. Because then she'd have a fresh perspective on uh, sci-fi. In this world, everyone listens to CDs and cassette tapes. There's no yeah. MP3s and stuff like that. It's like they go, it's, you know, set in like a fantastic science fiction future, but everything is slightly old school, even down to their like ship, the Aloha Oi. It's, it looks like something from one of those old sort of like 1980s paintings of like weird science fiction spaceship designs. I love yeah. it so much. Kind of reminds me of Futurama a little bit. Yeah. 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 Yes. yeah. yeah. It, it definitely has a bit of a Futurama vibe to it. Like where it's, you know, futuristic but has that very, very classic look to it. Yeah. Mm. I've got the um, official synopsis here. Oh, yes? The universe is a mysterious and strange place full of even stranger and more mysterious aliens. Dandy's job is to hunt down unclassified aliens and register them for a reward. It sounds easy enough. But something weird always seems to happen along the way, like chance meetings with zombies, mystical ramen chefs, and adorable <laughs> orphans. <laughs> Hunting down aliens may not be easy, but it's definitely never boring, baby. <laughs> with the help of his sidekicks, the adorable robot vacuum QT and cat-like alien meow, and his slightly used ship, the Aloha Oi, Dandy roams the galaxy searching for new species. What he usually finds, however, is adventure, danger, and romance, and no two journeys or universes are ever the same. And this is Space Dandy, baby. What that doesn't tell you is that throughout the series, he is constantly being chased by his arch nemesis. He has no <gasps> idea he even has an arch nemesis. See, it references a couple of times that there is a great galactic war going on between these two civilizations. It is in fact mentioned twice that there is this war going on. It's not important at all. But allegedly, Space Dandy is the key to everything about this. He is the key to peace. Nobody has a clue about this, except for Dr. Jell, the uh, ape-like monkey man alien who is chasing him down in a warship which is shaped like the Statue of Liberty's head with a ball gag. Yes. That's right. I forgot about that. And uh, they keep showing up to try and capture him. And always seem to just miss him as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a very strange series. It is bonkers. I love it. The only episode I really remember of it is the high school musical one. Oh. Yeah. That... <laughs> yeah, he joins high school. He, he goes... goes to a high school, yes. Because yeah. why not, like, I suppose. Wasn't it for like exceptional performers or something? Yeah, something yeah. like that, yeah. <laughs> and he was, of course, a great high school performer back in the day, baby. Yeah, of course he was. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those shows that I, I think, as you've rightly shown us, you either love it or hate it. Yeah. Like it's well, well, not hate it, but just you, yeah. you like it or you just don't. Like it just Huge doesn't. Huge emphasis it. for him to get like the booty. Yes. Oh Which yeah. Was a bit like, mm, I mean, that yeah. the, mm, his first line in it is talking about his uh, preference for booty over boobs. Yeah. And the robot just going. 
why are you talking about this so much? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's meant to be a social commentary because of the way Watanabe is, but I also... I think it's I li- not going to be for everyone. I like the fact, though, that he is in that kind of respect, but he's supremely unsuccessful and sort of charmless. He has no charisma. He does. He has no game for this sort of thing. This is true. This is true. And so I think there could actually be a positive take on it. It's like, don't be that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yes. Obviously, don't be that guy. <laughs> I mean, nice. if you can do the hair, absolutely. Oh, if, like, you can do the, if you can do the uh, hair, be that guy. Well, unfortunately, I've heard that ladies do not seem to like the pompadour. What? Really? But the pompadour is kicked. You're I a lady, the I think. Yeah. I made my partner get the pompadour because I was like, that looks good. You're you the first that. girl I've met. Lady, woman, female gender, female gender. human. <laughs> You're the first person of human. opposite gender to me who likes the pompadour that I have met. So oh. go figure. See, I'd love to have one, but uh, <laughs> we can get one. <laughs> It'll be a wig. Well, I've I had a pink one once Ooh. for a costume. What, what costume? Yeah. Uh, it was Lewis from Mystery Skulls. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was That's meant to do cool. that as like a partner cosplay with somebody, but that yeah. didn't end well, so uh, I got rid okay. of it. Bugger. Yeah. Mm. Well, moving right along, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about one of the other Chaos Animes, and this time it's Kira Lee's turn to tell us about Welcome to Arabus's Office. I think it's Iraboos. Iraboos? I think, but I mean... No, you're right. I'm wrong. I'm doing Egyptian because I've been playing too much Assassin's Creed Origins. Irabu's, yeah, Irabu's office. So it has been quite a while since I have watched this anime. Just um, when you said ca- like pick a chaos anime, this was just like the first thing that popped into my mind because yeah. the visuals of it as well is just so chaotic. And this one's going back as well. I think this was like uh, 2009, 2010. Oh yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. 2009. Yeah, Toei Animation, cool. only eleven episodes as well. Yeah, quite short. I mean, oh. I don't think it's was very popular, hmm. um, just because it's just so bizarre. Oh. Just so bizarre. It's like, a bizarre adventure? It's even more bizarre than the bizarre adventures. Get out. Yeah. Look, from what I've read up on it, yeah. Yeah, it, it, like you just see the visuals from it and you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and they've like, explain, what is this? Well, they've space jammed a nurse in there. She like walks around <laughs> and then I mean, injects and, and people. When we say nurse, Come we again. a literal real actor. Yeah. So they've got like a flesh and blood person interacting with cartoons. Yes. Like sp- and like, like giving them Space shots Jam. and stuff. Space Jam and. and um, Who framed Roger Rabbit? Who framed Roger Rabbit. Ooh, that yeah. is weird. Yeah, it's really, really strange. Mm. And then she like turns back into a cartoon sometimes. What? <laughs> and then there's like 3D and 2D characters. What is this about? Um, So it's about Irabu's uh, office. So Irabu is this one person, but he is also shown as three different people. So he's this mascot bear, he's a middle-aged, good-looking pretty boy, and then he's a kid with an oversized, like, um, doctor's coat. He goes around and sort of helps (laughs) people with their mental issues, and it's like this huge trip, and I mean, like, one of my favourite scenes that I will always remember was um, when they show the office and the waiting room, and there's this guy waiting there with these goggles. And his thing is that he he wants to stab himself in the eye with anything that's sharp. Oh, God. So they have to take everything that's sharp away from him and give him these goggles. But then they have this square table in the middle of the room, and he just, like, eyeballs 
like the corner of it and it's just like zoomed in like oh. <laughs> <laughs> now we that should we, we should give a bit of a warning so this one is rated R um, 17 um, oh is it so that'll be MA 15 for us R 17 for the states <sighs> um, for violence and profanity um, so really? no, it's it's not too bad in comparison to some of the other stuff that's rated R Um this you can't actually watch online anywhere that I found. There is apparently somewhere that got the rights to it back in 2011, and I'm not even sure if they still exist. Oh damn! Um, so it was released by satellite DVDs here, so oh, not was even Madman. It was Hannaby. Hannaby. Yeah. Hannaby. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I couldn't remember which one it was, but it was one of the two ones other than Madman. Um, and this is. <laughs> It's the story so of a girl. It's great. Well, it's, it's based on a set of short stories by a writer. So it's it's not even like a light novel or a full novel. It was a set of short stories which they've taken and turned into a storyline. This pants on head madness exists as a text format. Oh, yes, it does. How do you write? No, I'm not going to think The about world that. of psychology is far from strange to the unusual Dr. Ichiro Irabu, a resident psychiatrist of Irabu General Hospital. He and his charming nurse Mayumi run through several patients, each suffering from a mental illness that harms their everyday life. Patients should be wary of the seductive Mayumi and her spellbinding looks and devilishly short pink nurse uniform. On the other hand, the doctor seems to have three separate personalities, a child with an oversized lab coat, an intelligent, youthful man with feminine traits, and a selfish, outgoing green bear. <laughs> While curing his patients in the questionable ways, Dr. Irabu often tries to gain something from them outside of his profession, and in doing so, occasionally forgets his role as the doctor. This sounds fantastic. Oh yeah, it's quite funny. Like I don't know, it's just it, oh, it, I've, the visuals just in itself. I, all I've are seen are so screenshots. I wasn't able to track down a trailer when I was doing my research, and the visuals are just like acid drenched colors. Oh yeah, like it's yeah. like it. It makes me think of like paprika mm. and Ooh, stuff like that. That but was a delightful not, trip, but not as like. Paprika, like the colors kind of meld together, whereas in this, they're a lot more like strong, like counterbalance to each other. Okay. Like you, in paprika, every wall has a color in this. It's a hospital, the walls are white, you know. So in some areas, or you know, like that awful gray, green, blue shade. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, um, it, it's it, all of the characters pop because it's just so colorful. Um, I, I need, if you got this on DVD? Yeah. I need to borrow it off you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, everything There's I've like seen. the the first episode. I believe you can watch on Daily Motion, oh. which I think is it's a dub. It's all dub. There's no. Oh, it was oh no, no, no. Sub, sub. Sorry. Sub. 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 No dub. <laughs> but, um, I found an article yeah. from 2014 saying that it's streaming on Viewster, but yeah, now Viewster is no longer operating. But the company that owns the rights to them, I think, still have the rights for it. But hey, huh. they were a free streaming service, um, and uh, yeah, it, it's it's weird in a good way. The color scheme looks like if you gave a <gasps> three-year-old a bunch of crayons and like yeah. a piece of paper and went, color like, this it in. It kind of looks like a bit of an acid trip, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> Wi-Fi found... does not condone the use of drugs. No. <laughs> yeah, we do not. I found the picture of the guy who has the safety glasses yeah. on staring yeah. at the table. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I love it so much. Because oh, like, when I first... Um, like, I found this anime when I was walking through a convention and I went to the Hanabi um, mm. 
area yeah. and I saw the cover of it with just this bear and I was like, oh, damn, that'll make a really nice cosplay because yeah. I love doing mascots. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I have to buy it and like watch this. And then I put it on and I was like, oh, my. <laughs> this oh is my not goodness. at all what I thought. <laughs> and I was like, um, I was going to cosplay the bear and then my partner was going to be the guy with the goggles. <laughs> like carry around a pen and being like, man. <laughs> so <Yes>. funny. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh dear. Well, look, um, you'll have to do a bit of digging, as we've mentioned, to try and find it. And um, Viewstar um, used to have it. If you actually search for the name and say watch online, um, you'll find the article on Anime News Network with the link to Viewstar in the article. And then from there, you can see if you can get it. Um, would be the best bet, I would say. Um, but definitely worth having a look at. And uh, uh, if, you can, if you can find it. <laughs> yeah. Which is always the challenge. Right. Um, I guess we should go and talk about what's been making headlines in the Anime News because we've been gone for a while. Wi-Fi Radio! Tonight on Anime Communicate. Great story. Compelling and rich. Nothing brings ratings up like a little controversy. Oh no, we've had the controversy already. It's too late. Oh yeah? Yeah. Wait, what? Kirillee doesn't like space dandy. Oh, <laughs> oh Most what a controversy. controversy. Most controversial. <laughs> yep, gonna have to find a new female presenter. Oh, oh no, oh. again? Go <laughs> to the fashion club. <laughs> Submit no. your applications to quiify at quiify.com.au. <laughs> All right, so look, we, we've got, we're not gonna go through everything that's happened the past six weeks because there's been a lot. Um, I can let you know that Demon Slayer is, when its um, new season comes out, it's being kept exactly the same as the manga. Oh. There were concerns because. Um, the story takes place in the red light district and therefore they were gonna they believed it was gonna have to be tweaked to be able to be broadcast. Not the case, they've oh. just chosen a later time. I mean, Sweet. yeah, That's I think good. it was people saying, Oh, this won't be safe for kids to watch. Uh Demon Slayer is about people getting decapitated and eaten by demons. Uh yeah. your kids yeah. shouldn't be watching. And anyways. Michael Jackson, kids don't even know who he is anymore. Exactly. <laughs> I know. exactly. Um we've had many series announced they're getting sequels as well. Yay. Um the full list is over on our social media, so go check that out. Um but something that did happen in the last week that we do need to talk about is UFO Table. The creators, well, the animators who typically do the fake great stand. Isn't it UFO Table? Uh, UFO Table. It's, it's UFO Table. Yeah. Lo- their icon and animation is literally a UFO. So it is definitely UFO Table. Um, they are behind Demon Slayer, um, behind the Fates franchises and several mm. other well-known series. Uh, they've been committing tax evasion. Now, we've talked about what this in the, the past um, because it's been brought up, I think, four or five times in the court and it finally went to court this week. And the CEO of the company straight up in the opening statement said, yeah, I did it. <laughs> After years of this back and forwards. Well, that's a that's a strange way to mount a defense. Not, not only did they go, yeah, we did it. Uh, they also went, we've already paid it now. I mean... Have they, though? They have. Oh, um, well then... I know, I know. It's it's mind-blowing. Basically, what happened was because they also ran uh, a cafe site and they also had proceeds coming in for their anime series and merchandise, oh. they kept some of it aside and didn't declare it because they were expecting to have a downturn due to um, less productions coming up. They also didn't expect Demon Slayer to get as big as it had. Um, so they then had all this money set aside which they were then going to declare in future tax years apparently i don't believe that i think they were just hanging on to it in case they needed it in case the company went under (laughs) um so it ended up being about i think it was 500 million yen so about five million dollars and of that they've had to pay 132 million yen in tax yeah 
Now, um, that's been paid apparently, and that was all being put aside just in case the studio needed the money. Now, if your studio was going to need the money, why keep the tax aside, I think? Yeah. Um, there's there's a lot wrong with it. But I mean, I kind of get it. I get it. Because of the world at the Especially moment. Especially right now, but the thing is, this this all happened before COVID. Oh. Yeah. This is all a bit I mysterious. See. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, just a little bit sus. It is. Um, it's you'd think like for a company that has been doing what they've been doing for such a long time, and if you've seen any of the Fate series and anything related to like the Type Moon franchises, you know the quality of the animations, schmick. Oh yeah, it's, it's always good. Um, <laughs> it's just strange to go to that length of avoiding talking about it and putting it off for four years to then have to pay it like it because <laughs> he got caught and he's like oh no yeah yeah Quick pay if you had the option between jail time and paying money yeah you'd pay the money yeah so he admitted that he thought his tax evasion would and i quote not bring trouble to ufo table <laughs> really <laughs> wow uh because oh, wasn't it just the director who was yeah so this was from 2015 to 2018 yeah um, so it's not the company just the director well, the the director made the company's oh, took okay. the company's income and hit it. Okay. Yeah. So the the company is formally indicted as part of it, um, and they acknowledged it immediately and gave assurance that the company had filed a corrected tax return for it. However, obviously, because he instructed them to do so, that's a different legal case. That's inciting tax evasion, not evading tax. Not to sound uh, crass and selfish, but does this affect the stuff that they're producing? Um, it shouldn't because this is um. UFO table the company have paid. I believe he... I'll double check. For, uh, he's the founder of the company um, and president. So he may step down, mm-hmm. um, but the company itself has paid their tax and therefore they're fine. Right. So the All company right. as an entity is fine, but the, the guy himself might... is likely in trouble. And I reckon the reason he said... Yeah, I, I reckon the reason he told them exactly what's happened is because he realizes that if he admits it straight away, that he can get a plea bargain. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, um, to our knowledge, it's not going to impact um, the company. Demon Slayer, stuff like that. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you saw how well Demon Slayer Mugen Train's done. Like, oh, yeah. They, yeah. they made more than they've paid in tax <laughs> on that. So, I think they'll be fine. Right, now, Netflix... Netflix. That's now, not fine at all. It's not fine at all, usually. Netflix, typically, many of us are annoyed when we hear an anime is coming out in Japan and Netflix get the rights to it, meaning we'll have to wait three to six months just to get the subversion or of Or Netflix anime. is doing a live-action series, in which case we are very worried. Yes, especially if it's Death Note. Because, um, <laughs> God, that was bad. Yeah. Um, Netflix seems to have finally embraced the idea of weekly anime releases. Oh, finally. They've caught up with the rest of everything. Yeah. So, in the coming seasons, um, we will have Comey Can't Communicate and The Blue Period, uh, which is the art manga series, which is like won tons of awards. Both of those are getting weekly releases. It's not at the same time as Japan. It's about two weeks behind. Which isn't too bad. That's better than nothing. It's, it's better than six months. Well, it's better than what they're doing with Charmin King, where we have to wait months on end to get another 13 episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just dropping them in batches. Yeah. Now, 
that doesn't unfortunately seem to extend to Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. That's going to be coming out monthly yeah. starting December. At least it's not three monthly. I'm, yeah. s- I'm sorry. When you say monthly, do you like mean an episode a month? Or- we don't know. What? We suspect it will be a batch of episodes because it has to air in Japanese TV in that time. Okay. However... Good. No, that's less bad than I was thinking. Um, I, Well, what if they don't get the subtitles done in time? Uh, then it could only be three episodes that month. They've also got to change all of the names. Because of copyright. Uh, yeah. So they got to figure out what they're doing with that. Yeah. So... Um, I keep forgetting that Japan just doesn't give a damn about copyright. Well, they do now. <laughs> they do now. But when all of this stuff was written, they didn't. Like Lupin, for instance, he did not... Um, Monkey Punch did not get authorization to use Arsene Lupin as a reference character, which is why he was called Wolf in the original dubs of all the films. That's right, yeah. Same thing with... Um, I mean, Stone Ocean is part six of Jojo, but this was released in the early 2000s. It was... Yeah. Still in that period where they didn't care, and JoJo's still going, isn't it? So oh yeah, they Jesus. just finished part seven, I believe, and Oof. they're working. No, they I... just finished part eight, and they're working on part nine, which will be called JoJo Land. The anime Jojo is Land. never catching up. Land. The, oh, the anime will catch up when the series ends. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's what will happen. Like ten years. Yeah, basically. Um, so hopefully, this will mean that in future. We will see more, you know, shows that are showing weekly in Japan that Netflix have the rights to being released weekly here, mm. um, because waiting three months kills it. We saw it happen with TZ Master Takagi second season. No one watched it because everyone was like, "Well, the season's gone. I'm not going to sit down and watch twelve episodes at once unless I really like the show." Mm-hmm. Um, Beast Stars as well. Beast Stars as well. The second season of that got completely ruined because of it was yeah. six months between it airing in Japan and here. Because mm. like, that first season was real good. Yeah. And then I heard that the second season was going to come out and then I didn't hear anything about yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's still coming out. out. No, no, it's out. Oh, it is? The whole thing's I out. I didn't hear oh, a wow. thing about it because yeah. it's exactly. completely under the radar. Because Gee. they announce it and we hear all the news about it coming out in Japan and that's what we care about, the actual release date. Get your stuff together, and Netflix. I'll be brutally honest, people aren't going to wait six months for a product. They, they don't. No. If if Yar. they will they will either sail the high seas to get it, <laughs> or they just <laughs> won't watch it, <laughs> or they'll randomly find it while browsing YouTube's like uh, not YouTube Netflix's library. Yeah. It's not going to you need to be doing at the same time as it comes out, otherwise you lose the hype train. And Netflix forget that. I mean that's the whole thing about like when places started advertising that were simulcasting. Yeah, that was like a huge deal to actually that, be. That's the best. Watching yeah. it in the same instance as everyone else, staying up to date with the rest of the bloody world. It means you don't get spoiled either. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and that, that that's in the age big of thing. the internet. This is like an important thing, and Netflix seems to be like ten years behind. Yes, and the the thing is, is that Netflix started the whole streaming service idea as well, and they're doing worse than the anime streaming platforms in that regard, <laughs> which is embarrassing. Like, I understand, yeah. like. They, I mean, let's be honest, Funimation, Crunchyroll, Hydave have dedicated teams to do the translations and all that sort of stuff. But they get all the notes directly from the production studios ahead of time and can release it at the same time. There's nothing stopping, if Netflix is serious about anime, doing the same thing. I feel like, yeah, they have enough money, they could make a dedicated team for that sort of thing. Well, they did just announce that in Tokyo, they're creating a dedicated net, uh, Netflix anime in the office, uh, dedicated anime central hub. Now, yeah. I don't know what that means. 
whether it's just that there's going to be a team dedicated to sourcing anime, which I thought they already had, or whether it's going to be something else, we'll find out. I don't yeah. think they're taking this very seriously. I think I know someone on the team as well. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We will chat about that later. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that. Maybe you can get a hint as to exactly what that even means. Yeah. Maybe you can get me to interview them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. Good, 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 good. I feel <laughs> like you know the person, though. Yeah? Yeah. We will find out after we'll, this episode. We'll find yeah. out after this episode. Dun, dun, dun. Um, <laughs> right. Um, on the note of films, Sword Art Online Progressive Film is going to open in Japan on October 30. This is the retelling of the Ironcrad arc of the story, um, but from m- more Asuna's point of view, but not just her point of view, which is weird that they're going to fit it all into a, an hour 45. This- this feels like a well. It's kind of a literal step back in time for this series. The mangas, the manga for it was quite good. Okay. And I thought the idea of it being called progressive was because it's going to be you know more progressive instead of it just being a male-centered story. But no, no, it's 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 just adds more stuff in between the story that you might not have known. I mean, okay, fair enough. I mean, and Sword Art's got a pretty decently large and very dedicated fan base, and you yeah. know more power to them, but. I don't know. I think Sword Art Online was... It's in the past for me. It was great when it was new. We've had it for over 10 years. Or yes. is it in the future? Yes, because you Ooh. mentioned it technically starts next year, the <laughs> yep. storyline. Oh, yeah. It's all set yeah. in 2020. <laughs> yeah, full yeah. dive time. Let's get... Where's the full dive stuff? Take like, me there. Elon Musk, do it. <laughs> You've got money, right? I don't trust him with that. Okay. I do. I, I don't trust, trust him, him going anywhere near my grey matter. I trust him more than Jeffrey Bezos. Yep, yep fair exactly enough. Exactly what I was about to say. Like, but I'd much prefer to see them fight to the death. Okay, get them both to pull their money into it. And no, then, because and then just Be- Bezos will then sell your stuff on Amazon. He'll sell your ideas from your brain. Okay, but okay, I have terrible ideas anyway. Place. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably lose him a bunch of money. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know we've been data mining people who are plugged into the system for ideas for inventions and what we've come up with is a spatula attached to a helmet a two-sided <laughs> plunger <laughs> so you can dual wield <laughs> oh dear um, look I mean it, it, in all seriousness like we I'm not going to say Elon Musk is a good person because he's not no. I'm not going to say any billionaire is a good person because for the most part, they generally aren't. There are exceptions to every rule. Eat the rich. Yeah. But I admire Elon Musk's company's process for how they approach things compared to others. You look at SpaceX and how it's worked compared to Jeffrey Bezos's Blue yeah. Origin. They rushed it and he put himself in orbit. Elon Musk has never been on any of his rockets. Instead, he sent people up from a children's hospital to do stuff research for the kids in a mission which is just around the Earth at the moment and just splashed down. And we go on to strange tangents. I know we do. Um, you have a look at uh, Richard Branson. It's about as much money as you can pay to get to go up in the air for about five minutes. You mm. know... There's a difference in approach. You look at, like, the idea behind Tesla is to make... um, It was literally, and it's so childish, but the reason that the models are named the way they are, it was the idea was to make electric cars sexy. So we did the Model S, the Model 3, the Model X, and the Model Y. (laughs) Yeah. It's so childish. But it worked. He every time he's done something like this, he's went into solar and batteries. He's cha- every industry he's gone into, he has changed the face and the fundamental approach of it to for the betterment. His worst crime though is naming his child. Yeah, 
He named it after the SR-71 Blackbird and Oh, I can't even remember. Else. It was like... Dash- and it's pronounced very similarly to your name. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Those letters no, in no language make those sounds. Yeah, so, absolutely terrible. That yeah. poor child. Like, don't be wrong. I love the SR-71 Blackbird. I would not name anything after it, though. Like, wh- why... Mm. Why? Exactly. I mean, well, I mean, his partner is called Grimes as her stage yeah. name. So, like, choice of names probably not great between either of them. I mean, well, who names their child Elon? True. <laughs> yeah, good point. But his mother does look like a supervillain. Does she? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You guys need to see a picture oh, of her. Oh, yes. I, I actually kind of wonder, considering his surname's Musk, like, wh- why didn't they just call... Didn't make, Why didn't they make that his first name and just have his surname a stick? So Musk stick. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's a confectionery king now. I, I don't it, think anyone's going to get that. Isn't it like Murray, like Callum? You know that ad? Yeah. Callum Murray. Murray. Uh, <laughs> I oh, love that Callum. ad so much. So bad. <laughs> All right. Yeah, she does. Oh, Looks damn. Like a villain. She's, she, she, she's straight up a supervillain. You oh, can't tell me otherwise. She's like, she looks like she would fight the Incredibles. No, she looks like she belongs as in um, Despicable Me 4. I'm going to be real. She looks like the lady who sends James Bond out to his missions. Oh. Oh, wow. She does too. (laughs) Yep. Yep. She does. Okay. Anyway. um, (laughs) Complete tangent, as we love to do. Hooray for tangent time. Talking about again. Um, We're talking about sort of. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's kind of funny because Elon Musk did actually fund a company that was doing. the literally the equivalent of the Sword Art Online headset to oh, do research sweet. into it, um, which is why I went on to that topic. Um, but um, other than that, My Next Life as a Villainess has had a film announced, um, as we mentioned a little bit earlier in the program. Yes. Now, um, whether that'll be good or not, we will see. Um, the trailer is a little bit weird. It gives nothing away. It really nothing. doesn't. Not- um, it's based on... They're doing it on the light novel um, side of the information for the adaptation, and the picture for it... Is great. It's the scream, except oh, wow. it's her. She stubbed her toe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's been uh, images to, you know, celebrate and so forth. Um, there isn't, from what I can see, an actual release date yet for the movie. We just know that it is in development. In this movie, will she realize that she has pulled a harem? Probably not. Probably not. Probably, Probably not. not. <laughs> um, but look... Um, we, we'll see when it comes out. We'll definitely be checking it out and fo- let you know if it's any good. Um, I, I I think if uh, the second season's to go on, then maybe not as good. Um, I don't know. I feel like just because of the last episode with the plot twist right at the end and the mm. two new characters, I feel like it, it like if they follow that, it could be really good. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, as long as they don't do like the Wonder Egg priority where they spend the first half of the the next part doing a recap. Oh, please no. Or, or was the entire second series just the lead up to the movie? It does feel like that, doesn't mm. it? But it'd just be filler then because it's, it's, mm. it adds nothing. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll find out. Um, it's been announced, but no release date. Um, by the looks of it, same studio, same everything, um, same cast, same directing, same team. So we'll know about more of that when it gets announced. Now, because of that, that brings us to the end of the news. There is plenty more that has happened over the last six weeks. Um, check out our Facebook and Instagram. We've got all the latest headlines on there. Very easily marked with a lovely little anime news headline on the top of the image. Makes it easy to find. Neat. I'm fancy. 
Fancy boy. I, just, mm-hmm. I, I saw what everyone else was doing and said we should do that. <laughs> you do all the legwork. We'll, t- we'll take the credit. We'll, we'll take like, the credit. We're, we're like, the pretty the, faces. The, you're like, this was all us. This yes. was all us. us. <laughs> the collective us. Right. Now, we need to take a step back in time because the next two shows are almost 20 years old. <laughs> yeah. Time I to get him a drink. <laughs> Radio. Oh, it's so bad. It's so good. It's so 80s. Retro classics. <laughs> You're wondering what the music for the sting was, weren't you? No, I had a thought that can't be aired. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh it. no, he had an unhappy <laughs> thought, Tinkerbell. <laughs> no. Now, we're going to start off with what I subjected myself to for several hours last night. Azamangadayo. Oh, yeah. Now, Azamangadayo came out in 2002, animated by JC Star, has 24 episodes, and is based on a four-coma Stuff manga. Stuff from after 2000 is now considered retro. Yeah. I am oh, Lord. so old. I decided that we, if you remember a few years back, we said anything <laughs> older than 20 years is officially retro because that's enough time for an entire new generation to come through. Oh, God. Which is crazy to think about. Yeah. I think I just had an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't die on air. <laughs> Wait till we're done. <laughs> no, that's how I want to go out. <laughs> yeah, I'm having an existential crisis. I'm going to sit in the corner and drink. Well, for we, a bit. Was, we were all still in high school when Azamanga Dio came out. So I was in primary school. Same. There you go. Oh. I keep forgetting I'm the old one. <laughs> I'm so old. <laughs> Yay, babies. Yeah. Are you two the same age? 90? 93. Oh, you're a real young one. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Itty bitty baby. <laughs> See, I'm I'm 87, so I'm I'm the oldest. So it's actually, Farfar's 87 as well. Oh, okay. So the, the both of us are in our, our mid 30s. Um, should we Ugh. be revealing this stuff on air to the internet? It doesn't matter. 89. <laughs> 89. Oh, yeah. Nice. I'm an old man. No, you know. So you and I are the meat in this. Age sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what the no. hell? <laughs> no, no. Anyway, let's move right along and talk about Azamangadayo now. Legal thought. Azamangadayo is one of those series that a lot of people just go, "Oh, it melts my brain." Um, Me particularly. I tried mm. watching it. It's sort of just. It's one of those inconsequential school life animes where almost nothing happens. Now, who here has watched it? Me. You've watched it. Kiralee, you haven't? I don't think I have. No. Kenny, you've watched a little. I've watched like five episodes and then I just had to stop. All right. Well, I'm only going to talk about the first few episodes, but basically, Azumanga Dayo follows the everyday life of an unnamed Japanese high school, focusing on six girls and two of their teachers as the main characters. There are more characters on top, including a creepy teacher. Yep. And... uh, (laughs) The cat. A girl, a girl, there's the cats. There's the girl who's in love with um, one of the other girls. Now, this uh, is probably the strangest class you're going to see from oh. this era. Now you know what I'm talking about. Yes, <laughs> I have the DVD. Yes, I have watched it. <laughs> <laughs> well, child prodigy Chio Mia, uh, Mihama is a ten-year-old who has been put into high school, and she's struggling to fit in with the girls five years older than her. The reserved and beautiful Sakaki and her obsession with cute animals who do not like her. Cats in particular attack her. Yes, Chomp. she constantly yeah. keeps going Love to it. pet the small animals and they keep like 
biting down on her hands and drawing yeah. blood. It's just like you feel so bad for her. You've got Toma Takino, whose boyish, tomboyish energy is rivaled only by her lack of common sense. Um, Tomo's best friend, Koyumi Muzahara, who's very short-tempered and doesn't have time for people messing around, and the sporty Kagura and her one-sided athletical uh, rivalry with Sakaki. There is <sighs> then also an exchange student, Ayumi Osaka Kasura. Osaka was my favorite. She comes from Osaka. <laughs> and she so doesn't... she gets given the name. Osaka. Yeah. However, she's not very Kanzai. <laughs> she's, she's just very... Airheady, and to be honest, she she sees the world a bit differently. She spends, I think, a good fifteen minutes of the third episode trying to figure out if Chio's pigtails disconnect. Yep, and that becomes an ongoing thing for the entire <laughs> series. Um, it, it was in the intro, not like, yep, yeah. yep, yep. Um, there's also secondary characters on top of that, but. First, let's talk about the teachers because there's there's the homeroom teacher, Yukari. She's the kind of person who would hijack a student's bike to avoid being late, yes. which she does in the first few minutes of the show. She's also a massive alcoholic and a cheapskate. Um, Is she the one who has that terrifying driving session as well? Yes. Yeah. Um, along with her friend, the physical education teacher, Minamo Nyamo Kurosawa, who is, to be honest, the only person in this series who has any shred of normalcy. Yep. Um, and she continually ruins Nyamo's life. Like, she gets a package from a family member in Okinawa. Okinawa, sorry. Gets a package from Okinawa, um, Yukari comes over to her house because there's been construction near hers and just walks in says oh yeah I decided to come over she's like well I haven't seen you in ages and just goes immediately to her bed and starts sleeping Yeah. and then the package <laughs> comes she bashes her out the way at the door steals the package rips it open expecting it to be crabs to eat because of all the seafood in Okinawa it's not it's a carving of a bear which she then throws and destroys Yep. Aww. and then they go out drinking and she tries to force her to pay for all the drinks she, their homeroom teacher is an awful human being. What a jerk. It explains why she's single, and she whinges about that too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but it's done in a comedic way, so you kind it, of tolerate it is. it. It is. Now, you then have the secondary characters, which is... Uh, you If you've seen any AMVs with Azamanga Dayo, this guy's appeared. Kimura yeah. Sensei. He's a creepy male Very teacher creepy. with an obsession with teenage girls. And I love... I always remember, it's in I think episode five or four, the girls see him messing around in the bushes at a park and they they start making up ideas about how he's hiding a body <laughs> <laughs> turns out he was just picking up cans to take to the recycling oh that's that's all it was yeah he's i think it's that good. he's entire like he's mostly innocent he's just very very strange no, no, he's creepy he um oh, episode yeah. five they go to the pool and he keeps trying to break into the pool um because he wants, he wants to to see, see the girls. The girls. Yeah. It's explicitly said that, or is it just yes. that he really wants to go no, no. swim? No, no. It's explicitly said that. Okay, he's a creep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, you, of course, have Karin, the female classmate who has the crush on Sakaki, the tall, long haired. Okay, girl. but who didn't have a crush on Sakaki? Look, she's designed to be like, you know, the beautiful idol of the classroom, um, who's quietly spoken and all that. And everyone, it's it's going to be very similar to what um, the view of Komi-san in the upcoming Komi Can't Communicate series is, where they people think they're aloof and separate, but they're actually quite kind. And it's just that their view of the person's different. Now, this group of people experiences the ups and downs of school life. 
And it says it's filled with laughter, absurdity, and commentary on the nature of high school. They're not wrong. No. It's also just absurd for the sake of it, such as in the very first episode, the random cooking is so fun little <gasps> cookaways. That cook-a-ways. was the best part of the episode. <laughs> That's only in episode one. They do different stuff in episode two and three and four and f- yeah, it's it's weird. The opening's insane, as you'd expect, and the translation for Azamanga the Great, uh, Azamanga Dio, is Azamanga the Great King. Huh? It yeah. makes no sense. It actually doesn't make mean anything. No. <laughs> um, and yeah, Chio is weird. That random cooking thing just. I still have the, the song tip. memorized. Yeah, yeah, the dub version, not the sub version. No, I've, I've <laughs> yep, yep. Cooking yeah. is so fun. Cooking is so fun. Now it's time to celebrate and see what we have done. Hooray! It's ready. <laughs> <laughs> this didn't turn out quite right. You can't cook to make this. <laughs> it's like you made a cat. <laughs> it's uh, the way it's all presented. Um, there was another anime from like only a couple of years ago. Uh, Daily, Daily Lives, Lives of, of High, high school, school Girls. Wasteful Days of High Wasteful School Girls. Wasteful Days of High School Girls. That's one to check out. I feel like really Joe. No, 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 no. That was a different one. Um, but no, I feel like Asmonger Dio really had an effect on sort of like school life animes. Mm. After that, though, I feel like it was influential, despite the fact that it was just so mind-numbingly. How do I? How do I it's even just, put it? It's just nuts. So the manga and anime have been praised critically for their humor, driven by eccentric characters, and creator Azuma acclaimed as a master of the four-panel form for his art style and timing. Hmm. And the the each episode's kind of split into five parts, and each of those five parts is based on a short run of four panels. Um, not just one set of four panels, but like you know six of them, or an, you know. A release so that the arc yeah if w- you will which kind of makes it feel more chaotic because it's not just one smooth it's yeah yeah <laughs> so, so i actually sought out this anime because of the amv hell yeah yeah that's what really got me because yeah. I, I watched the amv hells and then i was like what is this like anime that just like keeps popping up and yeah. i sorted it out and i was like oh god yeah, <laughs> I always remember the AMV Hell ones um, in the later series where they were doing um, the Osaka and it's like, I was writing on the PC. And then just going weird. That was like an ad for Apple or was yeah. that like a comedy ad? No, it was originally okay. an ad for Apple and then the internet took it and ran with it. <laughs> and when I say ran with it, I mean running with scissors. <laughs> like, and this was in the age before YouTube or just as YouTube well, was. Well, it was the beginning of YouTube. This was yeah. like Daily Motion and um, what was the other one? Like <laughs> Newgrounds. Yeah, E-Bombs World, Newgrounds, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, yeah. Places where you could share pretty much anything. So, you know, copyright be damned <laughs> time man um, that takes me back Back when the internet really was just the new frontier the old west uh, I, I re-watched like a fair chunk of it last night a good six episodes and it i i loved i completely lost it when we had the uh, hiccup episode for osaka oh yeah and you know <laughs> it's just like they keep trying all these random things and they're like you know oh yes you should uh eat persimmons or you know turn them into a tea or you know you should balance uh, <laughs> your drink on chopsticks or you know close all your ears and nose and drink and then it's the the idea at the end is like you should just give the hiccups to someone else and that's how they solve it <laughs> <laughs> she gives the hiccups to Chio <laughs> it's just like uh, 
I have many problems with this. <laughs> many, many problems. Yes, but if you could do that, wouldn't you? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> what, if, what if you had, like, five different people with hiccups and they all gave their hiccups to one person? Would that person explode? Yes. Yes, yes, definitely. I think that's... that. That's, wasn't that kind of like what they were saying? Like, you need to get rid of them or you'll explode. <laughs> um, but look, um, if you want to check out Azamanga Daya, you can find that on High Dive and Funimation, depending on your region. Um, also, going back to ones from earlier... Um, uh, Irabu's office Irabu's office uh, only on DVD or as we said on potentially if you have a look for um, the article and I mean news network and Funimation for Space Dandy but if it was like seven people would that make the explosion bigger? <laughs> no yeah. moving right That's along an- okay. we're okay we're okay hiccups don't tag people there's no need to go down this route <laughs> yes but like I've, I've, you know, I play a lot of sort of tabletop games. I want to know if I can weaponize this concept. No. Moving right along. Aaron! Yes. Let's talk about one of the originals. Oh, We're yes. We're going all the way back to 1999. This one is excellent. It's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Excel Saga. Now, first things first Excel Saga. R17, Violence Profanity, MA15 in Australia. Quack Experimental Animation Excel Saga. Take it away. Okay, so one of the reasons this is so chaotic is because at the beginning of each episode, the author gives his permission for Excel Saga to be done in a certain genre. And then the entire episode is set in that genre. Uh, so, so the characters communicate with the author? No, no, no. It's just the author doing it before each episode. And the author is one of the characters that they try to kill in episode one. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That's but other than that, he only appears in the beginning where he's like, I approve of XL Saga to be a science fiction or a this or a that or a, or a period drama. Or, you know, that sort of thing, which is why it's so chaotic and all over the place. It's yeah. because each episode they're essentially doing something completely new. <laughs> it's like li- literally like the now for something completely different. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they do have like two main overarching storylines. And the main one is XL working for Lord Piazzo, I think it is. Uh, um, so we've got the believing the world to be corrupt, the secret organization across plans to conquer the world. The first step in this plan for world domination is to be in focusing small on a single city in order to minimize setbacks. Yeah. Um, across consists of the leader of the organization, Il Palazzo, and his young adult officers, the enthusiastic and energetically devoted Excel, and the soft spoken Hyat, who is prone to fainting and losing lots of blood at a time. Yeah, Hyatt um, does that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Standing in their way are the city security workers, a group of consisting of most three mostly normal guys, a very severe girl, and robots. Regardless of simplicity, Excel and Hyatt always manage to mess up their missions, which usually result in death and lots of destruction. Mostly Hyatt's death. Mostly Hyatt's death. Um, but it's one of those animes where there's no real repercussions because they've got the will of the cosmos on their side. Which is this spiral little galaxy thing with arms? <laughs> oh, oh yes, I've seen that and in so, the anime Hells. It's like a yeah. galaxy just sort of floating around and pulling peace signs and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so whenever there's something big that happens or something that they need to undo, the will of the cosmos sort of comes along and goes, "Oh yeah, uh, 
<laughs> Wait, that's not how it happened. <laughs> yep, yeah, pretty much. that kind of thing. Um, there's very cute aliens in it as well that want to dominate the world. Yeah, but I love that when their face goes serious. It's yeah. like, like it's a JoJo when they character. Get hit. Yeah. Like, if they get hit, so they look like cute little dolls, and if they get hit, they turn into JoJo characters or like Fist of the North star faces. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're really cute and they make these squeaky noises normally, but the second they get hit, they're like gruff men with like this JoJo face. Oh, I love it. It's oh, hilarious. No. So here's uh, a picture of what they look like normally, and that's them. Ah, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely oh my like the eyebrows on the that. eyebrows are amazing. So <laughs> the the primary storyline is Excel serving Lord Il Palazzo, trying to take over the city and then take over Japan and take over the world, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But then there's a secondary plot line that gets established, and you don't realize it's a secondary plot line but it's about this guy that Excel worked with in one episode. I think it was like the first or second episode called Pedro. Oh, yeah, the first episode, yeah. yeah. He was at the um, construction site. Yeah, Pedro. and so he dies. Yeah. Yeah, first episode, he dies. Right. And then he doesn't realise he's dead, but the will of the cosmos has him in a room, and you know, they're having... Chats? Intimate relations. Oh! <laughs> um, and Pedro nothing, doesn't want any of it. shown. But it's well, in, they yeah. wake they wake up in a bed together having a cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> Pedro wants none of this because he has a sexy wife and son at home. Um, but the will the, of the cosmos the son is sexy. wants Pedro. Yep, and so like as XL is so like trying to take over Japan, Pedro is trying to get back to his wife, and like in one episode he hits up a spirit channeler to try and and he finds out that one of his co-workers is now sleeping with his wife because she's moved on. <gasps> Yeah. Pedro. Pedro's story is so sad. Oh. It's really sad. But honestly, it was the most captivating storyline in for yeah. me yeah. in XL Saga. Just yeah. the way it goes, the arc in it is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> now, XL Saga focuses on slapstick comedy every episode. Takes yep. the Mickey out of every anime John there there is, as Aaron rightly pointed yep. out at the start. Microsoft Excel is not involved. <laughs> <laughs> the program does, however, briefly appear in episode five. Yeah. <laughs> um, as a sentient creature or You have to watch to find out. Oh god. They kill off the manga creator in the first episode. And their dog is considered an emergency food supply. Yes, Menchi, their dog. <gasps> yeah. It looks like a cat, and everyone confuses it for a cat, and they're like, okay. oh, no, it's a dog. And then they're like, is it a girl? Oh, no, it's a boy. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he gets around a lot. He, yeah. Like, his stories are very fun as well. Yeah. But Because wow. he's constantly trying to escape. He knows his fate if he doesn't. Yes. Right. Yeah. He knows his emergency food. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now... Fun fact about Excel Saga and why it has the R rating. The R rating is actually for just the last episode. TV Tokyo only aired 25 of the series' 26 episodes. The final episode was potentially made, uh, like on purpose, intentionally made too violent, obscene, and long for broadcast on Japanese TV. <laughs> they purposely made it so it couldn't be broadcast, meaning Aww. TV Tokyo had to figure out something else to put in the time slot when it aired. <laughs> Have you guys seen that last episode? Uh, I don't think I have. As such, it was only included in the DVD release of the series. It has been broadcast in other markets since, and I believe it is on Funimation. Okay, so was I've this... only seen the dub, so I don't think that would have covered it. Yeah. Was there a motive for doing this to the studio, or did they just want to? Yeah, they're. Ho- <laughs> it's about being freaking strange. Yeah, but yeah. like they about wa- doing the weirdest, most. But they just wanted to go meta and just make their episode un- unairable. Unairable. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 
1999, 2000. Like that. That's that's a bold choice. Man, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Now it was animated by JC staff, and I never thought that they were involved in something like this. And then I, I looked back on all the details. I was like, no, no, like the management at JC staff at the time was so excited. They gave them free reign, which is why it's so weird. Um, and it's, it's based on the manga, but they don't follow the manga storyline at all. <laughs> I think in the first episode, don't they tear up the manga or yeah. something? Yeah. yeah. So they, they sneak in to, um, the author's house, kill him destroy the manga and say we're free <laughs> and, and then the will of the cosmos brings him back to life yeah and says killing people isn't right <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's uh i think i'll have to go watch this. yeah, yeah it's, look, sounds it's really good it's really good i wouldn't recommend binging it like like oh, i did okay. <laughs> like do maybe three episodes at a time and right. then then detox for a bit because after a while you're just like what have i i made mind-numbing? i once made yeah. that mistake with the box set of monty python's flying circus mm. i watched like eight episodes in a row and then just started screaming <laughs> it's a box of really rich chocolate like one or two is like oh yeah that's great but you start to have more and you're like Ooh, uh, I don't know, man. Make I'm good stop. with these things. <laughs> okay. I mean, I thought I was good with them. Maybe this can be a Kawaii extra. We just set up a camera <laughs> and watch you go slowly, monkers. I mean, that that'd be like. I mean, we don't stream, and we're not going to stream because we've got too much other stuff to yeah, do true. before we get anything like that. But if we were to do a stream, I could see us doing a like a stream to see how long we could continually watch chaos anime for. Yeah, just like tie us all down to chairs and like. We all have timers, and like the second we hit that timer, we're allowed to walk off. Mm. But that means we're out. Yeah, there are. We can say there are allowed to be bathroom breaks, but the, the whole video gets paused. Everyone. Yep, everyone yep. gets that break. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, that is the four shows that we can highly suggest if you want to get a little bit uh, chaotic with your anime series. So, Space Dandy, welcome to Arabu's. Irabu, I can't. I keep trying to say Arab. I keep trying to say Arabus. <laughs> remember, <laughs> it's like Weeabu. Like oh yeah, no, Irabu. That yeah. Now I can remember <laughs> it. That's really bad. <laughs> Welcome to Irabu's office. Um, Azamagadayo and Excel Saga. Now, as we mentioned, these aren't all suitable for all ages. Um, if you're looking at Excel Saga or Irabu's office, make sure that you are, you know of the age suggested for it. So that's typically MA15 or R17. Or have your parents' approval. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, Hey, Mom, can I watch this? <laughs> <laughs> that's no. older than you are. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. It's animated. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. It's just a children's cartoon, right? Uh. Okay, and that is where we need to wrap up. Wi-Fi Radio. You've missed the music, haven't you? Yes. I've missed the music too. I live for the music. Now, that is where we're going to leave things for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Next time, I cannot believe it, it's a new anime season. Woohoo! Yes, it is the autumn anime season. It's round the corner. We have 10 shows to share with you for to consider for the upcoming series. And as I mentioned to all of the uh, presenters, it will be absolutely no surprise which two I've picked because I've talked about them extensively for the past 12 months. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. No. <laughs> <laughs> is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Is that coming back? 
No, I was just asking. I think it's coming <laughs> back soon, like season four. Oh. Wait, there's a season... Oh, I must have missed that. That... Because mm. I watched season two. I didn't get to season three. Is it season four? I was reading something this morning. I think it's season four. Oh, wow. What have I done? I still haven't, <laughs> seen, I still haven't <laughs> seen the film either. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why you think no, no, so there was season one, film, season two, season three, which has already come out, yeah. and I didn't know about an announcement before. We'll look into that, and if it is true, it'll be on our socials, because yeah. that's, uh, that's, that's be a good one. Stay for time. Now, if you have enjoyed what you've heard, hit that subscribe button, join us for future episodes. We also have the YouTube edition of this podcast and the channel, so if you'd like to head over there and join us and watch some of our dedicated videos, it'd be greatly appreciated. I think we're about to hit 100 subscribers. Um, we might have already by this, the end of this episode. So if you would like to support the channel, we do also have a Patreon you can subscribe to. We're sharing extra content, such as episode outtakes, extras. Um, we're going to be doing a video of us reacting directly to the first trailers of this season as well. Um, if you can support, afford to support us, it would be greatly appreciated. We like go on long rants before the show starts of yes. just about anything that we're thinking of. We like, go into the weirdest directions. Come listen to us. We had us. about 20 minutes this episode. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we were <laughs> talking about the Met Gala. We were talking about the Met Gala. Yeah. 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 How and did then, we even get on to and, that? And air fryers. Oh, yes, because oh, yes. that wasn't recorded, though. We, well, we didn't talk yeah. about the air fryers oh, on the That wasn't recorded? Yeah, um. you're not allowed to bully me on air. <laughs> <laughs> on an air fryer? No. <laughs> I swear, you're only saying that because you don't have an air fryer. <laughs> if you'd like to join the Wi-Fi community, head over to our social media channels for breaking anime news, memes, and videos. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Discord. Um, on Discord, where uh, you can come and join us if you want to play some games and just talk about latest mangas, animes, whatever it is. It's uh, starting to get quite a few people on it now, which is yeah. nice. Um, we like people. We do like people. We're playing the hells out of Final Fantasy. We are. A lot of Final Fantasy. <laughs> Eggs. <You listen>. Eggs. <laughs> You've been listening to Wi-Fi Radio. Thank you for joining us. And until next time, what's, what's the matter? <laughs> no. <laughs> I will end you. <laughs>